baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for episode two of It's News to Us, our mostly daily podcast, uh, giving you insight into the news, our top stories of the day. Um, And yes, I know I promised you this was going to be on the Odyssey app uh, for you to download so you could drive home. Of course, first of all, yesterday we uh, had breaking news and we put it out too late for you to listen to as you were driving home. And then it never showed up on the app at all, which would have made it difficult for you to download to listen on the way home. It is there. In fact, I've included links on both Twitter and Facebook, uh, the WRVA Facebook page, for you to be able to listen to it that way. Um, if you want to, uh, you know, download the apps via a, a separate site, it will eventually be up on the Odyssey app. I cannot tell you when. I am not a mind reader. Well, right. And this is kind of a a situation where the powers are kind of out of your control right now. And it's it's higher up on the food chain and uh, they're calling the shots. And uh, we're kind of, uh, you know, kind of uh, privy to whenever or not privy to when they're going to do it. That's whenever they want to. Exactly. We're doing what we can on our end and we're going to make it as available as possible. But uh, um, we're just not fully there yet. But eventually yeah. we're going to get this all to work and it's going to be great for everyone. And you'll have new ways of listening to us and new ways of getting information. If you want information that doesn't have the national news in there too, you'll get that. This is what this is going to be, but we're, we're not fully there yet. But anyways, this is episode two and it will be episode two on the, uh, on the uh, podcast once it actually does show up on the Odyssey app. But of course, really, we try to make this a daily thing. So, I mean, you can go back and listen to old news. That's fine. We love it. You know, downloads are good, but you yeah, know. sure. You know, we're doing this as a daily thing. So, you know, you'll be getting old news. Um, By the time you do you hear episode one of its news to us, it won't be news to us. Yes. In fact, it'll be old news to us. (laughs) But it's still it's good the same. We'll title the the old episodes. It's old news to us. Um, Moving on to our our top story. Um, This uh, deals with COVID and uh, the VDH. VDH changing their quarantine guidance. which is, which is somewhat interesting, and it conflicts a little bit with what the CDC is saying. Also, very interestingly, uh, the Richmond Henrico Health District isn't going with VDH. They're going with the CDC. Um, so, so some interesting conflicts there. Um, basically, what the VDH has decided is that um, if you've had COVID within the last six months, you don't have to quarantine if you're exposed again, that, that they consider that to, be, to have enough natural immunity that you don't have to quarantine once again. Now, uh, this is uh, regardless if you've had your shots or not. If you've had your shots, it doesn't matter anyways, because being vaccinated, it keeps you from having to quarantine. It gives you a form of immunity anyway. Right, gives you, gives you, and and has you avoiding uh, quarantine as well. But what they're saying is if you're not quarantined and you've had a COVID case within the last six months, you don't have to face uh, a, 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 a quarantine once again for an exposure. Now, the CDC recommends three months or if you've had your shots. 
And what uh, the Richmond Henrico Health District is going is with that smaller three month um, um, proposal for, you know, the recommendation, I guess I should say for that. So it's, it's interesting that there's a little bit of conflict there. Yeah, uh, what is the general rule now? Um, I guess if you if you're not vaccinated and you get COVID, is it like a quarantine? I know it used to be two weeks, and now it's like I, I believe it's five days. Five days. Uh, five days. If you uh, don't have symptoms, um, and actually, you may even be if you have five days with symptoms, but as long as they're getting better or something along yeah. that line, but I. I believe it's down to five days um, okay. for because the very for, beginning it was like two weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. know it is not that long. I know it yeah. is not that long, but but I can tell you, I've had experience with this. I was exposed in mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks, but I am fully vaccinated. I've been, you know, double shots plus boosted. Yeah. Um, not of the age where it has to be double shots plus double boosted. I am, but <laughs> I'm I, double I am not. Um, <laughs> but um, because I didn't show any symptoms and because I've got, you know, had all my shots, I did not have to face, um, face, uh, you know, quarantining. I was able to, to, to come back in and work. I yeah. still, you know, did some things to, to lower risk to other people, but I, you know, I was right. not forced you, you to. You did to wear stay. a mask and kept well, yourself fairly isolated in your office. Exactly. Exactly. With the door closed. So, uh, but that was just, that was just personal preference. That was not necessarily, uh, you know, something that the CDC or, or, or VDH recommended. Right. But, it, but and we appreciate that because I don't think anyone got sick. Yes, exactly. And and I don't think it. you did either. So no, and I, I didn't either. So we, you know, it worked. It worked. Um, so, but it's interesting that there's a little bit of conflict there. There's some things going on where there is some conflict between um, Richmond, uh, Richmond, the city and VDH. In fact, uh, you sent me uh, a uh, press release from the mayor's office. Um, and this is in reference to a Washington Post article, which some of you may or may not have seen, um, expressing some concerns among BDH staff about um, the current health commissioner. The mayor has split with the health commissioner and has, you know, had some angry words to say about reported comments regarding gun control and yeah, also systemic This had nothing racism. to do with coronavirus either. It was gun control. Yeah, yeah, it was gun control and systemic racism. But we're seeing yeah. some splits there, and that's something to watch as we as we move forward. Yeah, yeah sure. Interesting to see how this may transpire. Exactly, exactly. Um, moving on to uh, other big story, Richmond-based, um, once again, um, except, in fact, in this case, the team won't be Richmond-based. Um, they're the Washington Commanders. Not holding training camp in Richmond this year. So you won't see the team uh, back behind the uh, Science Museum of Virginia. They're going to be holding their training camp in uh, Ashburn, which is basically where the team headquarters are, and at FedEx Field, which, of course, is where the uh, the team plays their home games. Uh, for now. For now. For now. Well, <laughs> given given the stadium bill has been pulled, there's no other place to play right now. Well, exactly. I mean, even if there was... Uh, if the, the stadium bill didn't get pulled, it would be a few years before they moved to a new stadium. But still, right. I mean, who knows what's going on with that? But yeah, that's interesting that, you know, did, did they give a reason why? Is it just financially not feasible for them to be in Richmond anymore? Or they, they, the, uh... they, they did not say on the release on the commander's website. I will tell you that Ron Rivera, the head coach, didn't like the idea of going to Richmond last year. Says mm-hmm. it's a lot to move down and then pick up. In fact, last year they were only down here for a week. Um, yeah. He didn't he didn't like the idea of moving down and coming back. Um, so it may it may be a coaching thing. Um I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that the stadium bill was pulled. 
I think this has probably been in the works for a while. Um, but also, they haven't been down here for a full training camp since 2019. Now, 2020, obviously, COVID, you know, right. everyone stayed pretty much at home. Sure. Um, and, you know, and isolated themselves. 2021, then you had the one week and then mostly mostly uh, up in uh, Northern Virginia. I know that 2021, not maybe everybody was vaccinated at that point before the NFL season. I can't remember. Did they did they um, shorten the preseason before the full season started? I well, because last year was the first year with the 17 games. So yeah, I think you only and had they might have games. So that, that three preseason games. Yeah, yeah. So I so and then it may have just been that they that they be there may have been some shortening of the overall training camp, and that's why maybe just the one week in Richmond. But I know they only spent one week week in Richmond. Uh, things things meld together. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. The years time. run together for sure. So, so um, yeah. So the Commanders will not be here. So there'll be there'll be um, no adding down to. Uh, the uh, Bonsickers training center to see the, uh, to see the commanders uh, this late July and early August. So, and, and no word what they're going to really do with that site right now. They may have plans and they may have discussed, but I just haven't seen reports. Yeah. Of what, I what, mean, what, it what, is what, a nice looking facility. For and they do have the health that, you know, they do use it for a, a healthcare facility. Um, yeah. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that, how that works out uh, down the line. Uh, final story. And this was actually a story that broke overnight, but we're finally just now getting details on it. Uh, there was a stabbing in Chesterfield, basically the Reams Road, Reams Elementary School area, as, as you were yes. mentioning to me early, earlier today. Um, and we're starting to get details. On it. We didn't have full details as to what happened with the stabbing, but it's now appearing that this was a random stabbing where a guy just, or guy, I shouldn't say a guy, a person answered the door at their home and that person was stabbed and a second person in the home was stabbed as well. Um, yeah. Both both are, are still alive, but then again, this is a random, random stabbing and Chesterfield police now say they're going to be doing, uh, you know, patrols in the area and they're looking for any information, which may be tied to this. They, they didn't know who was involved. You know, the victims right. did not know the person who attacked them. No, but they did have a suspect description that, that uh, we ran this morning with the newscasts that the police offered. I'm not sure if that's the same one they're running with now, but uh, it's like a, a bald black man with a slim or a thin mustache. I don't know if you're looking as, at it. As, as, as you're saying that, I'm trying to to to, to slowly, <laughs> slowly look and call but up the press release. While you're doing this. that, I could say that, um, um, and, and I'm not sure, um, I don't know where I was going with this, but um, I, the yeah. thought lost my mind. But anyway, I think. Anyways, your description is correct. It was okay. A, it was yeah, they're a, still looking a, for the same dude. But it was actually a six to six foot two. Um, uh, he's described as six to six foot two, uh, African American, stocky build, balding, but with facial hair. Okay, well, that's a little more description than what we had uh, uh, overnight into the morning. Yeah. But I know what I was going to say. Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think both of them had life-threatening injuries this morning and one i think has improved while the other still has life-threatening injuries they're now described as being in stable and stable but critical okay condition. so so all right so you know again and 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 they're 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 warning people in the neighborhood you know there's going to be more police out there they're patrolling they're looking around yeah so this is weird, weird. And, and, you know, there are reports that the guy just knocked on the door and yeah. whoever answered got stabbed. So yeah. that's just weird. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, it's it'll, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how this resolves. Um, the area is um, I mean, it's in Chesterfield. It's not 
it's not known for a lot of crime. It's not, yeah. it's not free of crime either. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that there's been some, there's been some shootings in that general area. I do recall from, from, right. from previous reports. Um, Near Courthouse Road, Reams Road, elementary yeah. school area. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 north. A good way to describe it is it's 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 well, it's near it's right near Reams Elementary and just yeah. uh, just north of the uh, the courthouse library. Yes, that general area. So, but uh, that's basically what we have for you for 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 news for today. Thing to keep an eye out for tomorrow. General Assembly will be in to vote on the uh, budget amendments that the governor revealed. Uh, and we discussed in episode one, um, you know, uh, you know, you have to take our word for that. Yes. Did a lot of, you know, a lot, lot of, lot of discussion on that. Um, so if you want to you know, find out more, no, actually we'll tell you what, what's in, what's in uh, those amendments. The big one was, you know, the suspension of the gas tax yet again, mm-hmm. and um, as well as creating a felony for demonstrating in front of justices, uh, Home. There's some other amendments he put in there too, so it's not and, just those two, but intent to intimidate. And now, and now a third one, which is really you know started to, to get momentum today, is the basically the Hyde Amendment for um, the state, which would be you can't use state funds for abortions. And I can tell you that Democrats and abortion rights supporters are up in arms over that. It's, it's been a constant theme um, on social media today in, in Virginia political circles. So it'll be interesting to see how those votes go, especially since reportedly at least one Democrat is on out of the country. And of course we do have at least one um, anti-abortion right Democrat that being Senator Joe Morrissey could be very interesting to see how votes go tomorrow. So. And they, I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I know usually they, they gather like at noontime or something like that. This would be mainly like a, an afternoon sort of deal or they possibly could do something in the morning. Well, my guess is it's an afternoon type thing. I don't have the schedule, you know, right, right up in front of me. Um, but uh, this also could be a pretty long day, depending on how they handle these amendments and, you know, yeah, who goes first. And, yeah. you know, it's, I remember both the House and Senate need to vote on them. And sometimes there's, when I say gamesmanship, I don't mean this in a, in a, uh, no, no, in, it's in, just in a negative way, but there's, there's, there's a strategy to this. Sure. So, yep. You know, that, that lawmakers often employ. This is not uh, a lot of the times politics is being played and that takes time. Yes. Yeah. And that's not necessarily even a bad thing as, yeah. as Larry no, Sabato just... will tell you, politics is a good thing. Um, right. I mean, it's, it's what lawmakers do. Yes. Both parties, they play politics. Exactly. It's part of, part of the, end. so, yeah. so that's, that's again, basically it. Hopefully you will get to listen to this on the Odyssey app. Um, And if you do, and hopefully eventually you'll get to listen to it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is today, Stitcher. Something. Stitcher, Spotify. (laughs) If you listen to any of these, please, please give us a five-star review. Um, It helps people find the podcast. We want to grow this. We want to give you guys different ways of getting information. Even four Um, and a half would be fine. Yes, even Heck, three. You know, maybe we're not that good yet. Maybe we're not that good. Three will be nothing good. below three, though. Yeah, nothing below three. Yeah, then, then, then it looks bad. So yeah, get three, three or above. We won't even push for five. Three or above. So, um, but uh, if if you could do that, we'd appreciate it. And uh, again, we're going to do these as often as possible. Um, you know, especially during the week. Um, won't you know? Won't necessarily be every day, but as much as, as close to every day as possible. So again, for Jeff Stapleton, I'm Matt Dumline. It's news to us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.